Welcome to episode 10, Chemical Balance Podcast. I am your host again, Paul Katumas, a.k.a. Boomer. Uh, this is now 10 for 10 um, with no Pat Leahy appearance and being invited. So we're going to mention this every week until he comes on. Um, we don't have the usual suspects on here this week. Uh, Danny Haverty, no idea. So uh, he's doing his best Pat Leahy impersonation right now. He's just a flat out no-show. Just sent Tui to voicemail. Um, Tui, say hello. What's up, Boomer? Um, so we have a special guest, though. Thank God. Because otherwise, it would be me and Tui and Bridge talking to each other. Um, the one and only Scott Thomas. Um, I'm going to bring him on here and let him uh, tell you about it. Scott, how, how we doing, man? Good. Thanks for having uh, me, guys. Glad to be here. So first time, we're going to have you uh, just give us whatever you want to talk about yourself. Who you play for, who you're playing for now. Uh, pretend that you know there's some kid out there that doesn't know who Scott Thomas is. Uh, so if they're listening, uh, you know, they get a quick little uh, summary on yourself. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, no, I'm more of a, a yard guy. I uh, started in competitive wiffle ball playing actually what was referred to as the medium pitch circuit in like the mid 2000s. Um, back in the day, just like fast pitch, like medium pitch circuit, like clean ball, various uh, formats was bustling. I mean, there were usually two tournaments throughout the summer um, on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, like I said, various formats, uh, swing and a miss, five, you know, five strikes. Uh, I mean, sorry, five, five balls, uh, you know, foul outs, th- those type of things. So that's where I got my, my star. Actually, the first um, competitive uh, tournament I played in was with a kid by the name of Pat Gendron. I don't know if you know who that was, uh, Boomer, but he was a buddy of Joey uh, Midori. And uh, him and I went to uh, Bridgewater State. You know, we played on a intramural team together um, and won a title there and then um, talked about, you know, uh, competitive wiffle ball. And he said, hey, you know, I I play in this league, Golden Stick, uh, but I also, you know, uh, play in these tournaments. And so we went out to uh, Palmer, Mass, and a kid by the name of uh, Matt McHugh, which was a, he, um, the, the name, the, the team name is escaping me, but it was him, this kid, Chris, who was, uh, yeah. yeah, who was really good. Um, the lefty and, bat, right? Amerifield yeah, lefty, like lefty bat. No, he was, he was, he was a great player. Um, I wish he stuck around. He was, um, no, he was great. And then, uh, Gary, but he ran, he ran, it was like mass whiff. And I think he was going to UMass Amherst at the time and he ran a tournament and then I kind of got involved in the tournament scene. The first tournament I played in, I ended up losing to doom like everyone else does. Um, it was a close game actually. Um, but, uh, yeah, the rest, the rest is history. I got involved in golden six soon after that, you know, anytime, during that period, if you played, you know, half decent against Adam Trotta, he was a spokesman for for Golden Stick. So he would try to get you to come out. And eventually um, I played and the first uh, season I played, we had won the uh Come, not, uh, yeah, the comeback, comeback cup. And at that time, it was actually pretty competitive. Um, and I, I think I won the last rookie of the year, which was 2011. Um, and then from there, I played on a team with Mike Sidoroff, 
um, and Elliot called the the Hustlers. And that was a really fun team because we went down to the Open on Staten Island 2013. We didn't get a bid, but ended up getting the, the one seed. We like beat everyone, the throwbacks, the redliners, the mercenaries, which was like Poochie and all them, um, and lost in the final four. I've had some close, um, like I've, I've had some really close finishes, never won a title, but always there. Uh, I just love the game. Um, have had an opportunity to play with uh, a great uh, group of guys, uh, Tui included, um, yourself, um, Dave Fisher, and uh, other teams I've been on the runs. Uh, now I play for uh, Cobra Kai, and it's going to be myself, Jimmy Flynn, and uh, Mike Tui, and I'm really looking forward to it. I am too, Scott. We talked a little bit about the Cobra Kai announcement after Jimmy posted that, but I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to playing more yard and just in general going to the open. It's always a fun weekend. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a that's a blast. Uh, yards a, yards a fun game. Um, I do uh, enjoy uh, fast pitch. I'm not really known for playing in fast pitch. Um, just because I can't really, I can't pitch at all in fast pitch, but I, I can hit. And um, I, I did go to uh, UWIF for the first time this year. We had a, a terrible uh, showing, but I, I had a blast and uh, I look forward to getting back there next year. I forget, who did you play with at UWIF? <clears throat> it was uh, K2, myself, Sid, uh, Derek Raddick, and uh, BA. Yeah, we, we actually put up a ton of runs. It was our pitching that really ended up killing us. The first game we played against that T was it thirty T ten or something like that? Uh yes, yeah. And we ended up losing like thirteen to twelve or something like that. It was just an absolute slugfest. <laughs> but um as you guys know, if you don't have any, you know, pitching in that game, you're kinda um screwed so um but it was, it, was, it was fun so uh hopefully i can hop on a half decent squad and um you know make a make a decent run <laughs> yeah definitely. scott do you, scott do you remember losing to um in 2013 i know you were talking about how good that team was and went down to staten island you know you lost to frank the tank myself frank's brother and drugged up toggy in the yeah finals. yeah what the hell happened to you guys then? Because you should have beat you should have beat us like ten. Well, uh, in the uh, up in <laughs> yeah, I know uh, up up in mass, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I mean our, I still that... have to I still have to listen to Frank talk about that to this day about how he won that tournament. <laughs> yeah, and like he talks like he did something, Scott. Yeah, you know how, you know how, how insufferable Frank is. Listen, <laughs> I think batted, he did get I think he did get a big hit at one point. He did. But it he was batted like 0, he batted oh seventy four for the tournament. Oh yeah. Yes, he did. He got it 074. 074, hey. 074 for the tournament. Yep. But he had the the triple that got me up, that got us to win the winning hit to win the game. Oh, there you go. Um, I think I. You know how much I hear about that triple? (laughs) (laughs) I think I remember him getting. I remember him getting fired up. He's a good shit. Um, uh, Sorry, I don't think I'm supposed to swear on this. No, you can swear. No, you're good. Oh, okay. Uh, No, I I do. I do oh. vaguely rem- remember him getting fired up and just like kind of just like giggling. Like um, back then, those 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 yard events were really awesome. fun. There were just were so awesome. many people. Like 
I mean, they were events, right? It was like what you see down in um, New York now, what was mass. And unfortunately, you know, that is a distant um, memory, but it was it was just so much fun. I feel like, you know, Yard just kind of brings out like the best in people. You just see like really good energy and it's it's almost being like like a concert, just like chilling. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. We beat Habs in that tournament too to get to you in the. Final. Oh yeah, he's not here. I'd be telling, I'd be letting him know that right now too. Uh, he, yeah, he, I mean, he just texted me. He uh, he chose his girl over the podcast tonight, so you're gonna have to oh, pick up some points. He for chose that. the girl over the podcast. Interesting. Could he let us know that like during the day? Like, yeah, I'm right. Like at some point, like we could have rescheduled on a different time. Like this kid. We should just Habs, call him trash. Habs, you fucking suck. I hope yeah. you listen to that when you listen to this. You suck. Friday, Danny Haverty locked in for Sunday yeah. night. We should just call just call him trash because that's what he says about everyone on this podcast. I, I love his takes. It's he's like a buster. Yeah. Oh, he's trash. Or they're trash. <laughs> or like, oh no, they're my dog. So like, you're on like either end of the spectrum. It's like you're trash or you're his dog. <laughs> so, so um, so I'll speak. Well, I'm not going to speak for him, but I'll say yeah. the bullshit that he was going to say to you. Okay. So, like, I'll pretend to be house. When we get going into this stance story, I'll pretend to be house. So Maybe that's why he's not mad, here. Don't get, don't get mad at me when I do. Yeah. Just talking. Because um, it's not me because I agree. I, I mean, I changed one of my fantasy teams after it that you were my idol. <laughs> so, um, I think it was the baseball team, right? Uh, yeah, Thomas yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that, my, one of my fantasy team names was Scott Thomas. Is my idol for this story. That, that's wanna, right. Wanna, I mean, we're going to start there. Do you want to tell the story? Like, oh, sure. Yeah, no. Um, that don't know no, it wasn't. I mean, l- listen, l- l- it's what it wasn't one of my proudest moments, but I'll, uh, I'll, uh, what, what you said was have said I was going to apologize, apologize which, which yes. I, which I, which I'm not going to because I had already done that like immediately following when like temper, like my temper at least subsided. Um, <laughs> So, so, so here's not, the thing. So uh, this is halves. This is me being halves. Yeah. Stan didn't do anything that deserved that at all. You were. Oh overreacting. no, that's not. I mean, listen. He didn't get. He didn't. Eh, you know. It, okay. So, I, one of the questions came up. One of the one of the podcasts was like, "What was like the most brutal event?" Or what? I forget what the the language was. But basically, like the what was like the worst event that you ever been to like weather wise and hands down that that was it right like there was we had no business playing that event um torrential downpours at that point we were playing probably like 14 consecutive like hours and um my team i don't know if we didn't qualify we 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 lost early on that made us have like a like really go through the gauntlet to uh get to get to that point and so it's probably like one one in the morning um we're playing in the the final eight and uh dave fisher is pitching and i think it's probably like three to one in the third and again torrential downpours every everyone is freezing just miserable exhausted and uh dave Fisher, I don't know what the count was, but he ended up striking Stant out. And Stant thought the pitch that Dave threw was fast, right? So rather than saying something to Dave, he ends up just walking off and not throwing the ball back to Dave, which Dave is like one of like the original guys, you know, like he is a consummate professional, like 
you like whatever it's a it's a punk move to do something like that in the first place but you know if you know dave fisher he's not going to try to do anything to get a competitive edge like there are guys who will deliberately throw a fast pitch like a pat Leahy is known for that um i can't think of any um anyone else at the moment but pat used to do it um from time to time just to like get people off balance but that wasn't Dave's intention. And Stan, rather than picking the ball up and saying, hey, that was hot like a man would, he just walked off. So uh, in between innings, I approached uh, Ben. I was like, you know, what the hell was that? And he had some sort of like snide remark saying like, oh, it was hot. Like I didn't want to throw it back to him. And then I, and then I approached him and he stuck his elbow out. Granted, I, you know, probably approached him aggressively. And at that point, you know, I just had, a, like, enough. Like, I knew I had to freaking drive back, so I freaking just tossed the kid, you know, like a quarter mile, you know? Like, it is what it is. He fell on his ass, pretended he was in, more engine than it was. And, uh, you know, it, it, you know, was it my proudest moment? No. But I apologized to him after. And, you know, I come from, a you know, an old generation. I've talked to you. Uh, oh, yeah. boomer about this like oh, yeah. if kids talk shit in the freaking cafeteria we go to the like common area and just duke it out and then like whatever you know like s- still to this day like if something happened you just have like a beer after I'm, I'm not like one of these guys that are just gonna start mouthing off and not do anything about it I just you know take action and yeah again it was probably too extreme it was too extreme but um, it is what it is and uh, it was funny like I think like guys start like I think it was Connor and uh, maybe like Red or whatever like came over and like you know I, I thought like Connor was like yelling or whatever and then realized like if he freaking made like a next move like I was gonna deck him too um, yeah. yeah and uh, I think Red said something afterwards he's like I was gonna you know swing at you but I decided against it I was like yeah you had you would have had one shot. And you should have made it a good one because after that you've been squashed too. So um, no, like I'm just the guy that you know speaks my mind. I'm not gonna say like you know I just say it how it, how it is. And uh, yeah, that's that's what happened. So I mean I'm old school too, man. I, yeah. I think a lot of this generation today, man. I think a lot of people could use a right hook to the face and knock them down on their ass. Yeah. Um, when, when they're being punks, you know. And I'm, yeah. I'm not saying anyone in this situation, Stan, love you, buddy, but you know. Yeah, no. I, a lot of people just think they can just kind of, you know, pick up the ball, you know, throw it back. It's no big deal. Yeah. To an old school person like myself yeah. and Dave, like it's a that's a bitch ass move, dude. Yeah. And, and I know. I, just, you're I hate maybe bush was, stuff. Maybe the pitch like, was fat. I hate that shit. I hate that shit. Just anything yeah. that's disrespectful. Yeah. Um, is no no bueno yeah. to me. Again, yeah. and should probably shouldn't have tossed him forty seven. No. Um, no. You know, obviously, but. I mean, it is what it is. If, if if now if someone throws one fast and you say something, and then he throws another one fast, then then go he can go fuck himself and you can go pick yeah, up the absolutely. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, yeah. No, I was just I yeah I, I I just don't like punk like moves like that. It just uh, yeah, no bueno. So, well, Scott, I mean, I guess. Obviously, I'm like around the same age as those guys. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I but you're you're, you're an older soul. soul. Yeah, soul. no, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. and you're talking about bush league. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah, is, is not throwing the ball back. Like, yeah, it'll, it'll be the first game, and like a mean nothing tournament. And if you're not yeah. throwing the ball back to the pitcher, that just grinds my gears yeah. to no end. Yeah. Well, it was the context too. Like 
we're all like slipping around like yeah everyone's tired it was just like kind of like one of like the last straw type of things but um i you know i i I hate shit like that like um what's the t35 or what like whatever that team's yeah so those guys like ba was having a difficult time finding the zone and what they were starting to do was with three balls they would start to like step out as if he wasn't going to throw a strike um, before like the ball even like crossed the plate and I thought it was like the most disrespectful thing it's like stay in the box yeah he's having tough time like finding the zone but don't be a you know douche um, and I said something to those guys too and I'm just like it reminded me of like Stanton not throwing the ball back it's like why do you have to do stuff like that just like yeah. be a gentleman it's like showing someone up for no reason yeah not no getting i anything out of that yeah no i don't i don't do well with that 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 type of stuff uh clearly so plain and simple man it's just it's a lack of respect that yeah the world and i'm not going to blame a generation it's the world that doesn't have people i see it every day yeah like, just in work anywhere and no, i'm not yeah talking about just wiffle ball kids just in general like the lack of respect for people <laughs> yeah know, no yeah it's, well, yeah, also, even just problems. just look at professional sports, like all the guys on the biggest stages, it's not like it was even just 10 years ago. Like pitchers show up fielders, hitters have to show up the pitcher when they hit a tank or, or like anything like that. Celebrating interceptions or touchdowns, like everything that you possibly can show up the other team or another player for seems like people take advantage of it. Not like that used to happen. Yeah. yeah. And in, and in wiffle ball, it's not like you could just like bean him next time around either. So I guess that was the equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is, yeah, no, I mean, shit. <laughs> but uh, no, I examples in my head of stuff too. But you know, I, uh, I I I did you know regret and I I uh, you know I, I apologize. And for for me, it's what I can. I just move past that stuff pretty quickly, um, and is you know is what it is to me so yeah i mean i've played with you for years and i tell everyone this you're like the most even keel nice guy i've ever met but on the field like you're serious you want to win yeah so you're not gonna take shit from anyone if they're gonna give it to you yeah exactly no i just i have a very like low tolerance for that but like yeah like off the field i mean you know, I, I, my, my job, I work with kids with, you know, disabilities, um, actually, and I'm very like just chill, even keeled, but I, and perhaps like I see kids, you know, individuals, disabilities, not being able to like, you know, perform certain skills and, and, um, you know, it's a privilege to be able to like, you know, talk and communicate and those type of things. And when I see people who are, are capable of behaving like they should, it's just like, why are you being, being ignorant? You know, like that just like pisses me off. So, yeah. And to show that you hold no grudges, I mean, your teammate this year, Jimmy Flynn. I was—we've talked about this on here before. When, uh, oh yeah, he called you an F and F. Oh yeah, there. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like you know, and yeah, I, I, I mean, that that day I had to like actually like use like breathing oh, techniques I, because uh, yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was. <laughs> uh, no, I yeah, I have I, I like my mom says I don't know my own strength. So but, like. I mean, but well, I mean, Jimmy was a big boy. He was on. He's on the. You know. He was oh on yeah. The at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Uh, no. Jimmy and I are uh, cool. I. I actually really enjoy playing with uh, Jimmy because I think. I think I do like not to take credit for it. I think I bring out the best in Jimmy when he plays. Like him and uh, when he played when he played with Habs, it was just like 
oil and water. You know, there's just too much ego there. Um, and I think Jimmy just needs someone to like level him out, almost kind of like Tui has done with halves. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Actually. You know, yeah. I think, and I, I think Jimmy I think, Flynn has been different playing with you. Yeah, you know, he, I mean, we've, we've actually, um, we had a team, me, him, and uh, Anderson, when Anderson was good, um, <laughs> for, you know, uh, in, was it 2017? I think it was the year before I joined you guys. Yeah, no, we had a we had a really good run. And that was the year that um, Lou did something wonky with the format. And basically, we went like 5-1 and one with a plus 17, and it ended up playing 10-run rule. And the day before, we went into like oh, an 18 inning like battle. Um, him and Stant were just like knuckleball after knuckleball after knuckleball. And finally, you know, they pushed a run across and, you know, we lost. And the next day, we played them in the first round, which they were like undefeated. We were five and one with like a plus 17. They had, we had no business playing each other. Went into extra innings and we lost a heartbreaker where uh, Gary um, hit a walk off. That was that was a tough uh, tough pill to swallow. But wasn't that also the year that lose team just so happened to stumble into the finals? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, if you look at if you look at so trouble. what happened was is that they didn't reseed for the next day, so they just used the same seeds like going in, which we had never done before, but. I think uh, Lou probably saw an opportunity and took advantage of it. Yeah. Well, that day, I think me and Boomer went like, what did we win? Like two or three games on Saturday, Boomer? Oh, yeah. Were, you guys And we were sitting play. in yeah. a much better position than Scott was on Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. We played you um, in the Comeback Cup or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The comeback Cup final. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually yeah, totally was forgot about that. That was, uh, yeah, I yeah. think it was, uh, you two and then a body of yours too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a kid that plays in the fantasy baseball league too, yep. still, right? That's yeah. him. Yeah, okay. He's active too. Good, good for him. Bring bring on more of that. We might need two more guys too for this year. If anyone's listening I got, to this, I two got spots another one. Fantasy Actually, baseball. I was gonna ask you. Before. You got one? Yeah. So we'll get yeah, ten. So. We need to get to twelve. You have one. So anyone listening to this that wants to play fantasy baseball, hit, uh message me somehow. Facebook, whatever. Seven eight one eight five six six one five one if you want to spam my phone. Uh, we need one it was more a person. Fun so, so there we go. Yeah, it is. It is a fun league. Um, all right, there's my pitch for uh, fantasy baseball. <laughs> there you go, have, uh, Fisher. Yeah, it's an auction league. Well, whatever. Hit, hit me up for details. We're not going to do the fantasy baseball league <laughs> <on the> podcast. <laughs> Sponsor. <laughs> um. So, Scott, what's something I know I messaged you? Is there anything that you want to – I know you wanted to kind of talk about – yeah. No, I well, I was asking if you guys that. have done like the top five and it's always been – I know this. you guys are all like uh, – this is more of like a fast pitch uh, yeah. geared um, podcast. And, you know, my top five would, would be through a, the lens of, you know, a, a yard player versus a um, fast pitch. And I don't think I would – my top five, I don't think it would, you know, be just for me to – even give one when it when it comes to to fast pitch because i don't know enough about the game obviously i i've seen stats and you know um everything like that and the the juggernauts i mean stant 
um, is a beast at the the plate. I give that kid credit. I mean, for what he does at, in the in the fast pitch game, I've never I've, I've never seen anything like that. Um, Miguel Rath obviously is a is a stud on the mound. Um, I think I think when it comes to like the best all time player, um, it's hands down uh, Norris. Um, he's been the guy for any time that they've won a national title. He's been the number one guy, I think, um, in either format. Pagano's a you know tremendous talent, and I think he's certainly in that conversation. But when it comes to yard, I, don't, I wouldn't put him, you know, in the in the top top five. I would still put um, Norris in the in the top five. Certainly, Pagano's a sensational you know talent when it in yard he was he probably would be outside the top five closer to you know seven eight maybe nine or ten around that area but i think kevin norris is just uh unbelievable and also someone that knows when he can throw 60 and get away with it too yeah i'll call out josh Pagano for throwing fast. oh in yard yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. well he doesn't that, like that'll be, as, that'll be about as popular as my win against the top five player i wish <laughs> i wish we had halves on to talk about the whole story of them with the gun on uh sunday morning a few years back I I think I think uh, Boomer mentioned uh, Pat Leahy in the in that in that conversation. But when Pat Leahy was at his best in both both for, uh, formats, he was also very good, and he needs to be in that conversation a little bit more than yeah. I think his name has has come up. Um, yeah. at, at least from my perspective, he was he, he's just he was just so good at at both. The the thing with Pat, it's kind of like. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal could have been like the best player of all time in the NBA, but like he didn't put the time like in the um, in the gym. Like that's like the the biggest take on Shaq. And Pat is uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say like the most like dedicated guy. Like he's just like oh, fun. Not. Go like he. Not. What's that? Hundred percent not. I got a story about him from last Friday. You, uh, you know, oh. like, and he would he would agree. Like, he he's very talented. Like, even I think when he played in U Whiff was it la- last year, he was still throwing BBs, and he, he probably hadn't picked up a wiffle ball in what like three or four years. Like from when it came to to fast pitch, he pitched uh, great that first year. Uh, twenty twenty when we went down there, he was okay. Like, He's just, that was as good as I've ever seen him. Honestly, pitch in his life. Yeah. 2020, when we were down there, it was me, him, and Higgy, and Dons. Yeah. And uh, he threw three straight shutouts in that. Uh, Bridge can speak to that. He beat Bridge yeah. um, in one of those games. And, uh, that, and that's that's honestly, like, I mean, I played with the game for 20 years, and that's the best he's pitched over the course of three games ever in his life that I've seen. Yeah. And um, from an out, think, outside, from an outside uh, looking into just, like, being completely unbiased. I've never even had a conversation with this kid, but Randy Dalby, I think, absolutely has to be in the top five on the um, fast pitch. I mean, what? I think if he was more like involved in like Mar or like the, the the East Coast stuff, he'd probably get a little bit more love. But like what he's done uh, at that UWIF event over the last couple tournaments has been um, tremendous. Well, those boys are making the trip out to Ma's opening day. Oh, yeah? So Randy and uh, including his brother Jonathan, who I think is going to surprise some people because you don't know who the hell he is because you only hear about his brother. But he's a really solid player, great hitter. I think uh, they have a chance to make some noise in that. I'd love to see it. That's fun. Yeah. Scott, you got to like this. We'll, we'll do a Yadley question for you too. Sorry, too. You go ahead. Sure. And I'll get to, you no, you're good. Scott. 
I was just going to have Scott give us his three. Uh, let's do it. Instead of doing a top three yard list, give me three underrated yard players that we have not heard on here before. I like like go into your vault. Oh, three under. There's there's a lot of. Uh, hey, give, me five. give me five. I think there's want. one that we haven't mentioned on this podcast that <laughs> is kind of crazy. Oh, really? Not fast pitch. Go yard league. Oh, gonna, I, we're going to mix no. it up. Here, yeah. Yeah. Um, have you guys mentioned Colin Prentice? Um, Colin's always all not in yard. So Colin's all like in the last couple tournament, he's always there. Um, and he's had a, you know, pretty average squad. He's a, he's a competitor. I give a lot of credit to, to Colin with his just overall development. Like, I don't think he was like a natural athlete, um, coming into the sport of wiffle ball. He was kind of like awkward and, um, he kind of organically um, evolved. And I just love seeing like stories like him where he wasn't like a baseball player. He, he didn't seem to be like a competitive, like team sport guy. Um, you know, he played on a pretty abysmal like Raiders squad early on, but you got that team it. ended I up. Like, I would say most, <laughs> you, know what, you know what you give him is most improved from when he started to now. Yeah, that's absolutely. Probably we, that's probably a list we should do. No, Bri- yeah, I, I like that. Bridge, you were on that squad, but I mean, you, like <laughs> even pre-Bridgeo, uh, though. No, you could tell Bridge and Lopes were gonna. It was just a, a function of them being really young, you know. Um, but no, yeah, that like just what he's what he's done and developed into um, his his talent on on both formats has has been uh, has been really great to see. Um, all right, so f- top five guys that you guys haven't wow mentioned. There's there's so like not, there's not a lot that, of New York underrated. You can I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be something. Sure. Yeah. Plus, it's good. I mean, I just I'm just tired of hearing like, okay, Kevin. Norris, uh, who who are you gonna say, Tui? Just to so, get the ball. I don't think we've ever talked about Dallas Mall on this podcast. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, so if you're going to talk about like the best medium pitch player of all time, like I'd love to just see him and Norris play like one one v one. But I I would still probably give it to to Dallas. Oh, that that guy would hit freaking everything like balls that were like 15 feet. He was just a, in a tremendous athlete. He. Um, won a tournament it was called Wolf Wiffle Rock which I ended up winning like two or three years later but um, one year the guy who ran Wiffle Rock decided hey I'm gonna start like investing money into marketing and I think he got on some some of the um, radio stations around uh, the Boston area and it ended up being 186 uh, teams a, a two-day uh weekend tournament saturday and sunday i think it was it was a clean ball five balls as a walk tournament no like foul out no swing and a miss or anything like that and dallas mall won that tournament by himself um which to this day i think is the single most like amazing wiffle ball feat (laughs) I know it's like granted it was a medium pitch whatever but like to do that by yourself 186 teams that was that was pretty remarkable to see and he he was just in such great like physical condition because he was a former um college football player he yep. he could just go for days yep. it was uh, remarkable were you there boomer to see that uh, yeah, I was there. I was playing. Uh, I played all those yeah. events. Like those 180 team tournaments went all the way back to like 
Oh yeah. It started in like 2000. Like those used to be the, that used to be the best. Like you'd play yeah. Saturday to get to Sunday. It was, and it was like, it was, yeah, those are some shit shows, but yeah. Yeah. I, my, was, there for that. I was there. For, I, I was there for many of his wins. You know, unfortunately him going through me and there, there was one tournament where uh, we actually beat one of the few times I actually beat up on him pretty good that we won. And I think this was like, I played with Stoop back in the day. If you guys have, probably don't remember him but it was me and him versus dallas and i he just had a random kid with him for that day he actually should have played by himself and this is how we beat him literally it was me pitching versus dallas and i walked dallas every single time and yeah kate his buddy that's how and he, they didn't score he won six nothing um and i and dallas was so pissed because i literally just threw every pitch right in the dirt Every time. yeah, and then he finally started swinging out at, at and getting himself out too, and just made it easy. But I was like, I don't care. I literally walked him for the first three innings. Three guys got on. I walked him three straight times, and then Kate his buddy, and that was how we kept going until we finally scored some runs. And then and he was pissed. And I think <laughs> that is what led for led to him to go play by himself at that other tournament because he was like, I'm not going to lose a game because of a teammate again. That's what kind of made him go. Okay, I'm done with this teammate and then I mean he obviously joined Trotter and shit like that but that's what made him go play by himself because he was so pissed that he had couldn't impact the game because I you know I literally didn't throw him one pitch the whole game yeah <laughs> and, and, and I mean and that's a credit to him that's you know but that's I think what kind of made him go to that tournament as a one man so it's kind of my fault yeah he he was uh, a very good yeah unbelievable yeah, amazing. best the best Best yard lick, medium pitch, whatever it is of all time. Yeah. Like he's got Norris beating that. Norris is two, and Norris wins the overall prize, obviously, because he does what he does it fast. But oh, for sure. But hundred percent, like Dallas is gonna. I think. I think he would beat Kevin. Not pretty good, but I mean, he would. He would get him probably. You know, ten five or something like that. I would say if they played. You know, even still, yeah. Dallas has what two fast pitch national titles. Yeah, I don't think he was very like like integral in the. I don't. I don't yeah, want to speak out of turn, but I don't. No, I don't think no. he uh... wasn't even close to the same threat as a hitter. Um, yeah, didn't really pitch, so you know, amazing fielder because of how fast and tall and lanky he was, and he could rob you know rob a bunch of home runs in the outfield. But he wasn't you know a vital piece to. I mean, he was, but he wasn't. You know. Yeah. No, I got you. You could have you could have subbed me onto that team fast pitch for him, and the result <laughs> probably would have been the same. But you know, like I, I guess, or any of us, I don't mean to say me, but. Yeah, that that throwbacks team was ridiculous. Him, Leahy in his prime, uh, Maddie in his prime. Oh yeah, um, wasn't just Troy the, in that team? Troy in his in his prime. His prime. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then Trotta was on the squad, but he was always just the manager. Yeah, he was collecting. He was collecting collecting championships. <laughs> yeah. Although I do have to give, I give him I still, credit, man. He he won a hundred by yeah. himself before, before yeah. he started riding coattails. So. And I would still say that Adam Trotter is, it pains me, but is probably the the best clean ball, yellow bat, uh, wiffle ball player of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're talking about pie shaped fields, clean ball, yellow bat, he had the perfect swing for it. Like he just hit it right up the middle, like home runs. And it was tough to keep the ball like in play, especially in, in those events where foul out was like a thing. Mm-hmm. Toggy was it was very good too. Toggy had a great swing for that format. Yeah, he did. They both went right up the middle every time. Yeah, every time. I mean, there's a reason why they uh, uh, like he has a spreadsheet of all of it. I know it's just a stupid amount of wins. 
and uh, yeah, and uh, those bro, those brothers there, the Dana brothers. Yeah, the Dana. Uh, they were very good too. <laughs> very good, and uh, again. Yeah, JJ Wild and uh, Leg Arm. Remember that team, Larry? Oh, yeah, that team, Larry, yeah. man. Yep. He had like a hard riser. Yep. That was really good. He was. Yep. He was a, another one that was a one man show. If he ever had wanted to, yeah, good, get great guys, but man, they sucked. He was. A, he was. A yeah, 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 yeah. The one man team. And then um, a, a a player that hasn't been met, mentioned um, was since passed away uh kyle piazza um was a phenomenal yeah. talent too yeah great hitter um great hitter great great medium pitch player he was a he was a good pitcher too all right scott uh you had us this is actually your request for uh oh, the guy true. you want on your side for a bar fight this is actually your question that you said oh that i want on my hitters. side now uh, let's throw it at you who do you want on your side since you gave us who do I want on my side Uh, a guy that wasn't mentioned um, Elliot Noer I mean he is a gentle giant he's a gentle giant but I imagine like if he were to get escalated like stuff would break that's what I want to know though but like is he is it is he a, like giant or could he actually because there's a difference between being a giant yeah a, I mean so you know. he um uh, yeah I, 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 yeah that's 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 true um I'm Zach Thomas is pretty psycho Thompson is pretty psycho um but yeah I'm on my side probably probably Elliot and I just like light a fire under his ass <laughs> I'm like, okay, big fella, let's go. <laughs> he like he would just like pick shit up and like throw it across the room. He's just so <laughs> damn strong, you know. It, is, like, it honestly, it looks so funny sometimes to oh. play wiffle ball just because like the ball is like a pea in his head. Oh, and, like, the yeah, looks like a twig. Yeah, like I think he prop. I don't think he gets called for it, but the it seems like he throws a lot faster than he does because it's released. You know, it's like, like halfway to the zone. five feet in front of you, <laughs> you know, because his wingspan is like Michael Phelps. Um, yeah, but I, I'd probably just put him on my my side just to to see what would happen. Like, I, I might have to, like, bite his ankle or something to, like, get him, like, upset or something. Um, but it would just be comical just to, to see what we could do. That's a great. That would be funny. That would be. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um. Yeah, that would be my pick. Bridge, you want me to put these? Uh, you want me to put these two on the spot with with a question, real quick? That's gonna make them feel super fucking awkward. Yeah, do it. Sure. Okay. Oh, uh, I guess I probably have a feeling of what you're gonna ask, but go for it. This go. This is for Tui and Scott Thomas. Why yeah. did you two motherfuckers cut my ass for Rob Sutton two years oh. ago, three years ago? Let's go. Am I certain? Either. <laughs> Either one. I don't care. Well, I think that first of all we didn't go about it the right way and we like didn't communicate about talking to you about it and we fucked up in that and i to this day i'm sorry for it but well, I, don't, I don't need we to also like to bust no, 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 no. So, but yeah. also we like made up shortly after that and we've been just the same ever since so yeah oh, i'm not i'm not really upset whatever, about it like, i just i just yeah. thought of it and i'm like oh, i'm gonna bust these guys right now i think uh it was sort of a thing where we felt like we needed one more guy to wing big games and 
a lot of times, like I've heard you say this on the podcast before, like you might not always have the most confidence against the team that you think is good, even though you're a great pitcher. Do you know what I mean? Like you would go up expecting to lose because it's a good team. And so we were looking to get another maybe top tier arm. I know we talked about no a lot of time and he kind of, you know what? I actually agree with that. I guess, I guess my thing was, I actually agree with that. And I just don't know. You didn't replace me with that though. That was kind of right. So Rob was really (laughs) never the plan. Um, We had very active conversations with, with Leahy and um, we didn't really, we didn't plan very well knowing Leahy, who Leahy is. Um, We probably should have backed it up with like two other guys that were equivalent. And by the time, Leahy like got back to us it was kind of like too late and you guys had formed uh 603 um and Rob was just available so it was yeah it, it wasn't great the way that we like communicated like um that separation um but the the plan was never to go with Rob it was to get a guy like Leahy someone who was who had that same kind of repertoire. Listen, when it comes to yard, you need a guy who can pound the zone with knuckleballs or has like an amazing out pitch, like a super curve. And you're more of a traditional guy and yeah. you, you live on the pipes and you're a great number two when it comes to yard. And I think you would agree that you're not, uh, you know, um, and you you really need that like arsenal and Leahy's one of those guys that has everything he'll throw the kitchen absolutely, sink at absolutely. you absolutely I, I could have told uh, you we're not gonna get Leahy though you should have should have asked me that yeah one. no 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 like he was on about four teams that offseason so right so like um Chewy's really good about like living like at the the speed with multiple pitches. That's what I love about um Tui's like repertoire is that he can throw multiple pitches from different um the same arm slot and always like on the fringe, not going over the speed, but just being at it constantly. And that's what you need like at yard. You're not gonna win by picking corners with like a drop or a screw. You need two guys like look at the the teams that have have, have won. You know, it's like the Norris and Ty. Ty's a really good yard pitcher. He has really everything there is to offer. Um the years that the throwbacks won, you had the you know Leahy and Dallas who was actually a really good um uh, uh pitcher. But like uh the Lumberjacks, Ed Packer is actually a good yard yard pitcher um he has a a lot of different pitches you just have to be able to throw multiple pitches um in various counts and uh you know that's what it was so for me i don't even think it was that i i mean boomer i always felt it was like a confidence thing because i was confident in you on the mound yeah i felt like you didn't feel the same way yeah you're probably right at that time no yeah now now and you like look look the fuck out this year i'm coming yeah yeah and you i don't want (laughs) to but you weren't you also weren't in the best you know like place i don't think either like it was just no uh, definitely not 100 percent. you know Um, and there was yeah i don't want to bring up you know what no no scott ready here we go i busted your balls by asking the question i'll say this this live i mean for you guys that don't know this i don't drink anymore i'm actually sober but yeah 
Yeah. Um, for, you know, we're like 18 or 19 months into it. And Scott, you are one of, uh, I'll say like when you do that and people know you're changing and that's becoming your lifestyle, um, you get a lot of people that you don't expect to kind of reach out that kind of you have heart to hearts with, as you say, in this day and age. And Scott checked in with me more than, Jesus, half my family members, for Christ's sake. Um, yeah. At the beginning, you know, not now, like you still check in now. because Yeah, sure. With everything. But like back then, like there was a couple of times where, you you know, you reached out to me on a, on a rainy day, you know, and it was just nice to know yep. that there's someone out there that you don't expect that's kind of like, hey, how you doing? Um, yeah. You know, so, you know, I give you, I mean, thank you, actually, is first. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, you know. I didn't want to, you know, get into that stuff, but there was. No, uh, I think it's, I, I don't, I, I mean, I don't hold, keep any of that silent. Yeah. In the world, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, for, for <laughs> me, something that had had happened uh, at an ECW event, like in the fall, like you got pretty uh, roughed up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. None no, of that. Very true. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I and, can take uh, a cab on yes yeah 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 and for yeah i didn't yeah so that was actually for like i was just like man i hope uh things go in the better direction so yeah that was no, that uh, was that was the beginning of the end right there as far as but, no, I'm, yeah. I'm uh i'm proud of you no absolutely um oh, yeah you look great too Boomer. thanks man yeah let's try yeah <laughs> Well, it's amazing what happens when you actually go to the gym every, well, not every day, but almost every day still. And uh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, man. I know it's, it's tough. It's yeah. easier said than done, man. It's, it's not easy. Every day is not good. I'm still not like good mentally, you know, um, but you know, <laughs> it's better than where we'll I was. There. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's better, than, it's, better, for better sure. Than where, it's better than getting taken away in a cab from, uh, you know. Yeah, right. From, and, and, and several yeah, other stories yeah, yeah, yeah. no one has any fucking clue about on here, you know, uh, that, you know. Yeah. That, Someday we'll do, we'll do an episode on that someday. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know that that's another whole. That's probably two shows worth. But yeah, we, so we don't want to impress the fuck out of people either. Finishing your question, Boomer. It was just yeah. we we misjudged Leahy. That was the biggest uh, yeah. mistake yeah. we did. Yeah. And uh, we saw uh, some there. potential in Sutton. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, we yeah, maybe we could coach him up, but it doesn't work out sometimes. That's yeah. And just so you guys feel better about Pat, he's still like, we've been trying, like, obviously our team for this year and last, even last Friday. Oh man, I thought Don's ball was going to kill him. So, I mean, we went to Celtics game, the, the whole 603 crew um, last week, and Pat, like, just couldn't commit to going to, to UWIPS yet. And yeah. He went on about how he's got this wedding here and this wedding here. <laughs> he's like, five other things he's doing. And he's like, he's like, I saw, and he's like, and, Don, and Don's ball got him. He was like, he said something the equivalent of like, aren't we like, you know, Don's ball, especially because Don's ball and him grew up in Wakefield. They've known each other since they were like kids. So they, yeah. their relationship goes before like way deeper than any of ours. For and sure. Like, he pretty much said that to him. He's like, you, he, you know, Don's ball looked at him and he goes, you just rattled off about 25 people of things you're doing and going to. Like you can't, you can't do one weekend with people that you claim are your family and best friends. And like, yeah. <laughs> like uh, it was always oh, awesome it was awesome and that was i mean i you know i'm kind of you know that's a, basically what don's wall said and it was like i think that's what he wants to come on here and say too so i mean he, i don't know if we'll ever get him back but it was unbelievable and it was just like yeah. and that's how i felt about the situation for a while it's like you know yeah i don't know it just as far as the commitment goes and pat has a shit ton going on it's not his fault so i, I know we yeah. all do oh yeah but like you know it, you know he sits there and i don't think he realizes that like you're rattling off like 
25, 30 people that you claim, like, you know, Don's especially and Gary especially are like his family. They are. Those three are like fucking brothers. And he can't make, you know, a weekend for him is, you know, Pat, if you're listening, it's kind of shitty, man. Um, <laughs> come on, come on here so we can defend yourself. Um, yeah. yeah Don's ball on too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we need to have. I, <laughs> but I know, I know that bothers Don's ball. doesn't say much, but I know that's bothered him, you know, a lot that, you know, he's doing all these different things and he can't just you know come down to pennsylvania for two days and you know help out people that he claims are his family type of deal yeah not to shit on pat just to give you some the, the gossip <laughs> that we go with yeah. with pat as well so we i feel you well, that's how i uh look at uh with Fabolo. it's a big family like i've made some a great some great friends being you know two of you you know uh yeah. two and boomer and um dave uh jimmy uh, a bunch of guys it's just a, a big fraternity you know um there's family and then you know wiffle ball is, has always been my like vice you know there's no questions around that um five six seven whatever weekends you know there's just like that's priority certainly if there was something that really you know uh terrible came up you know that would be a, the priority but like wiffle ball is uh is always there for me absolutely it's a great outlet for sure. Um, For so, sure. anything you're doing? Speaking of like getting people into shape, Tui was mentioning he just worked out with Dolby uh, today or this weekend or something. Oh anything yeah, doing? yeah. Uh, go just ahead, this Tui. morning. Tui, yeah. tell that to get to get ready. Uh, so just this morning, I mean, Dolby and his brother play like almost every weekend. Like yeah, across. I mean, out here you really can. Yeah. Um, so James Stein was in town for a conference. Oh, cool. I'm only fifteen twenty minutes away from the park where they play so we all got yeah. together played a little bit today Should yeah i'm gonna just to get going yeah no i'm actually gonna start throwing like um more you know when i first got into wiffle ball i was actually a, like a really like good yard pitcher and then um i was one of the first guys to be able to throw a knuckleball i used to throw it with a clean ball um and you know i eventually got on teams where i wasn't like needed but um i do I've control's always been the the problem with me but I I think just uh conditioning my arm I've 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 had some you know pretty decent wins over the last couple of years I I mean I beat enemy at the the open a couple of years ago when it was just me um Dave and Elliot um you know I've won some other big games but I'd like to be able to to get in uh pitching shape and be able to kind of help us out that cuz uh yards one of those funny games like if uh if you don't have like the knuck going or like your other like nasty pitch then you just end up being a very mediocre guy that's hittable and you need yep. guys who can throw funny stuff at the tin um with reliability in order to win games bent against big teams so i'd like to guy, so could come in and help you guys too, like throw in a couple in like maybe not not counted on long term but for you to come in for a couple right. innings or a stop yeah to, yeah to get it back to tui like as a mix, yeah someone, exactly no one's gonna see you or know what you're doing by the time they figure yep. it out in the game. So, i'm one of those guys it's a a good like mix you know <laughs> unorthodox different what yeah different from what you see you know and that kind of throws people for a loop for sure. Um, all right. Anything else we got? We uh, anyone want to? I've got. I got one. One final yeah. question for Scott before we. Break What's here. up? Um, so obviously we've talked about the Roughnecks, which was the three of us. Oh yeah. Uh, I want to know what your best memory 
was from that team now that we've talked about the sour side of it at the end yeah, what yeah. was the best part <laughs> of that team uh well we me and uh you got your first uh tournament win on the roughnecks yep. oh that's true so and then there's a great picture of us um but that is you know when, that is but when picture. we were good like um the just the team like camaraderie like us three together i'd love to bring it back sometime um i think uh you know it's just really good energy there was no bullshit and we you know um yeah it was, it was just fun it felt like you were with your buddies playing on the you know your side yard in the summer like how wiffle ball should be and uh sometimes when these like super teams get thrown together i think they lose sight of that and um it just felt authentic so yeah i wouldn't, I I wouldn't you know i wouldn't say one particular moment other than it, I was very uh, happy to get you that win, and then that picture, you know, like that was that was really cool. Um, was. Do you guys remember who pitched the championship game in that? You did, Boomer. Oh, yeah. that's right. I knew, uh, I against lose diamonds. Game. I'm busting your. I'm, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> against lose diamonds. Chewy pitched the uh, actual championship game, which is the semifinals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We we uh, had your pitching playlist to. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. That was right. It was like Boomer's playlist to go pitch. That was right. Yeah, I, I think I still that. got it on my phone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking funny. No, I agree with you though, Scott. I think that's that might be the most fun I've ever had. Yeah. Hard on a team. Like even like I talk about all the time how much I love playing with Dnap and Maddie, but like my first time playing with them, I remember feeling so nervous and they right. knew that because I was like, I have to win this game. I have to Yeah, win this yeah, game. yeah, it's yeah. Like, the pressure, I mean, we all wanted to win and expected to win, but it, it was just, like, lighthearted. We were all there for each other. It was just yeah, yeah. fun, always. Yeah, yeah. We had a good right, just... tur- the last tournament, too. Who did we lose to? Haves and those guys, 3-1 to one or something? Uh, we, we had them, too. We were oh, and the, yeah. in the last inning. It was the Comeback Cup Finals, yeah. 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 So that's, yeah. that's actually my, what I was going to mention for my favorite memory from that team is the game, I think it was the game before that, when uh, we played, uh, what is the name of the team? It was um, Kyle Kaminskis and State Fisher. Oh, yeah. State of Mind. Yeah, we were playing oh, State, State of, of Mind. mind. Oh, man, that was intense. It was the whole thing where Lou in the Comeback Cup, you had to name who your ace was, and they couldn't. Oh, yeah. And so we named me as the ace, and they said that Fisher was their ace. Which was garbage because. Um, what's his face? Matt Ven- Venti. Venti had a point two ERA. Exactly. Uh, down in New York, I, I like looked that up like after the fact, but uh, yeah, that that was funny. They tried to name Fisher their ace, right? And so they were gonna go with it, and then I've never seen like in the years of playing with Boomer, I never saw him get so animated on the field. Yeah. Where. Boomer, you ran over and you were like, no fucking way. Is this how we're going to settle this game? Yeah. It's like, you guys are, you know, whatever words you use. Yeah. Like, you're afraid to name who your real ace is. Yeah. And so you're like, I'll tell you what. We pitch Tui, you pitch Venti, and we'll just see who wins. And we ended up winning. And yeah. I'll, I'll never forget that. That was both oh, yeah, hilarious at the beginning and a good feeling. 
Yeah. So, so, so I've seen, uh, and I'm, I feel bad talk, talking about it, but Venti and, uh, you know, me and him, he'd say the same. Oh, thing I love Venti. Me. Venti picked me up at the airport for you with a couple of years ago. Like, yes, I'm a good, dude. good guy, but me and him have had our differences over the years. So, so I'll, I'll say it that way, and I'm sure he'd say the same about me. And <laughs> I, I kind of thought he was, you, you know, I, I know he was pulling, he was trying to pull, pull a, a fast one. Pull a fast one. He knows he was doing it, so let's not fucking, you know, I'm trying to be nice here, but he knew, what, he knew what he was doing with that. Like, everyone in the world there knew who the ace on that team was. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, they were trying to, they were pulling a fast one, and, you know, they, they got away with it until they ran into me. Yeah. Who doesn't let <laughs> him or his teammates get cheated. <laughs> so. That was great. No, I love that. Yeah, that was a fun tournament. That was, that was. It that really was, was, yeah. That was a good time. Boomer, do you got one to finish this out? Uh, for a memory, or yeah. just a question, or, or anything. any anything from the rough next time. Jesus, the rough. No, I loved getting you the first win. That was um. Yeah, that was good. That was and that venti game. You you nailed it. Those those two. Um, and the game. What was the game that we lost the night game before though? That we had two nothing. That I oh, was, that was brutal. That was a tough one. I remember. There was also was a moment game. where I hit a home run off of Lanigan's team, and they said it went through the wall, like. Oh, Do you guys remember that? Oh, Holy yeah. Shit. Yeah, that was another one. That was that another was controversial. Because I love Lanigan. You guys, everyone on this thing. Knows. Oh, yeah. Me too. I, me too. That was a tough That was a tough one to go to. to I don't want to say to war with, but that was a tough one. Uh, yeah, it wasn't clear on either end. I don't know how it like ended up, if I had the home run or if it ended up being a triple. But I think we won the game by a bunch, didn't we? Or am I making that up? I feel like we won that game going away, so it didn't really matter. But I don't remember I don't, losing. I don't remember. I feel like I usually remember losses like that. I remember the losses. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. losing that game. I know we didn't lose. We lost I think to we the uh, Nextras. We definitely won the game. I just it might have taken us a while, a little extra. We lost to the Lemonheads. That was a tough game. And I'll never forget that game, Scott. Yeah. Because we were, I think we were locked at zeros for a long time. Yeah. Um, and you smoked. I'm assuming it was knuckleball. Yeah. That. Um, uh, what's his name? The pitcher. Ray. Ray, he just out of nowhere. Oh, I don't know how he did it. it so quick! Snatched the ball, which was yep. for sure going to be a home run yep. to put us up and probably win the game. Yep. I'll never understand how he got his hand out. In the oh, first place I do remember that. And yeah. Caught that. Yeah. That was like a gut punch and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a yeah. tough loss. But yeah, we got to run that back sometime, even if it's a solo tournament day or something. I know for sure. Oh, yeah, I couldn't agree. Rough with next to life. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> um, Bridge, you got anything you want to uh, talk about or add? You, I feel bad, man. You're uh, you're our guy behind the scenes, and we, we haven't heard much from you. Oh, I mean, I'm just a pleasure listening to these roughneck stories, hearing from the <laughs> Yeah. It didn't turn into that, huh? <laughs> hey, how you doing? Uh, how you team. doing, Bridge? Doing well? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, that's yeah? Good now. I've got a couple weeks left, and then... Good. Hopefully, start playing again. Good. Do we good. know when there's a first tournament? Like, is there a first tournament date out there for anywhere? I guess. Do we know? Does anyone uh, have one? W is the April twenty second. Okay. Yeah. Are you going? Have you guys that? started you coor- coordinating for like the mass yard, or is that like completely dissolved? I mean, we're talking about it, but yeah, there's just not enough players, and yeah, for sure. New York guys don't want to drive to us to play five teams. So yeah, right. it's pretty remarkable how like 
there was barely a pulse on fast pitch and it's just reemerged like full throttle. I mean, that, it's great for the game of wiffle ball. But I mean, just three, four years ago, there was just no interest in boom. Yeah, it really is crazy. Like I remember seeing the first MEW videos on online and being like, ah, this isn't going to turn into anything. It's just going to be another yeah, like short little pop up and done tournament circuit. And surely it has done a hell of a lot more than that so it is pretty incredible and to the flip side of that what you were talking remember you just mentioned 118 tournament in yard or yeah and now we can't even get five i know <laughs> like going the other way for that it's, it's crazy That'll you remember league, league play with yard you'd go there and you'd, your your uh, schedule would be six games you'd play three teams two games each team yep. Yep. and you'd have uh i think 30 games across the entire season and that was when there wasn't an open and just the regional uh, champions would go to, to Vegas yeah, for the championship. Or Vegas, yeah. It used to be the mansion, but yeah, Vegas. Then, yeah. And it was, you know, it was always the same, you know, the throwbacks, enemy, and then um, whoever it was from Pennsylvania. Packers team was there. Yeah, Packers team was pretty much the PA team, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Hopefully, you know, it gets revived, but it is what it is, I suppose. Yeah, just to get a draft in New York. Yeah. We went up to, I mean, I give credit to the guys up in uh, Vermont, what they're trying to, to do there. I mean, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have played like in any tournaments last year. So we'll see what uh, transpires out of that region this year. I know That's they're passionate cool. about the game. That's true too. I forgot they had up there in Vermont. Good guys up there too, from what? Uh, yeah, they're great they, guys. They're great guys. They're they're certainly you know they're they're new to the game, um, and you know that's kind of obvious. But I mean, they are great people. They're organized. They're committed to the you know the, the game of wiffle ball. So we'll see where it uh, it goes. Awesome. And uh, I think are we have it on Dolby next week. Uh, too? Yep. Yeah, Dolby's going to be on next Sunday. Oh, that's great. Awesome. That'll be an awesome one. Yeah, so that's a little cliffhanger for next week. Yeah, I'm pumped um, for that. We seem to have a trend of, uh, as our guests keep coming on, we go longer and longer, so props yeah. to you, Scott, for Everyone making it all this time. Every time <laughs> we keep losing our, our original members here, so I mean, we haven't seen <laughs> yeah, right. Bronze. Dropping Cavs off. is gone now. I mean, shit. So it's it's like it'd be just gonna be Boomer and Tui at by the time. We'll just turn it into now. a Roughnecks uh, <laughs> podcast. <Yeah. laughs> Screw this chemical balance stuff. But, uh, <laughs> hey, thanks, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks oh, for, thanks for uh, having me, guys. Yeah, thank you, Scott. This thanks is a blast. So yeah. All right, take care. All right, man. All right. See you guys later. See you later, guys. Bye.